hello and welcome back to and just like that season two recap Woohoo! Episode, episode three episode three was interesting do you know what it felt to me like one and two felt like like you were saying like a pantomime and mm-hmm. three felt a little bit back to earth i agree apart from Seema's Birkin being stolen that felt a bit yeah. over the top but I know it was a bit um it was just a bit of a it was almost like a, a little space filler yeah like there was they did in like they did put it in the carry story a little bit but but it didn't need to be there it got Seema and Carrie talking about losing things. Obviously, exactly. Seema had lost the yeah. Birkin and, she, and and Carrie was like, you know, you need to... Seema was going on about sort of how she was upset and in the fetal position and it got that conversation going. Yeah. With with Seema and Carrie about sort of losing something. Obviously, they're not the same thing. But um, but yeah, apart from that, it, it wasn't really... It was like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's let's like just get into it so yeah we'll start just with like those stories that you know throughout the the episode that weren't that significant okay so we're just gonna go well we'll go with Seema first so Seema um gets mugged basically um she at the very start of the episode she um gets her Birkin bag stolen and She's more upset about the bag than the contents because she bought the bag after her first house sale, I think. Yeah. 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 She She's more upset about the significance that it held. Yes. And she got it so long ago that there's now like waiting lists to get Birkins now. So um, we see her during the episode, like she's trying to find a replacement and there's like a wait list. So she's like devastated. Mm-hmm. Now she is like, you know, like you said, she's in the field position. She's crying her eyes out yeah. over the bag. But we find at the end of the episode, she finds the bag. Which can we just talk about? Yeah. Seema, like, because Seema says to Carrie on the phone, like, maybe it's like, you know, back in the day when they would like steal your bag, take take your purse and just drop the bag. And and that is what happens because Seema sees her Birkin yeah. under like this planter, but it's a bright fucking orange bag mm-hmm. in New York City, a thirty thousand dollar minimum bag, bright orange under this green planter. I was like, you're telling me that nobody has clocked that bag? You're telling me nobody has seen that orange bag? But do you not think the person? Well, maybe not the person that like. Not necessarily the person that stole it. Yeah. But no, I agree. Like, the person that that the house that it's the garden that it's in, you would expect to see it. Yeah. And it's a bright fucking orange bag. It's like, come on, people. Yeah. So, how she finds it is that she goes, um, she's in a taxi on the way home and she's like, oh, I'll just walk the rest. Gets out, leans down to like pet a dog. And turned around and the bag is there mm-hmm. and um she's so so happy so she got her bag back in the end charlotte and ltw are we know that they're obviously heavily involved with the school they're in the like i'm assuming it's like the pta 
or I is it just yeah so um they get told that there is a milf list mm-hmm. right so but they're like obviously not like oh my god like that is so you know offensive they're like are we well, on the list <laughs> well charlotte charlotte starts by being like in in today you know in this day and age like should we really be subjecting and then when ltw is like i've got the list she's like <gasps> like stop, yeah, exactly. everyone stop. I know. Like, yeah she's trying so... to to pretend that it's not okay but she just wants to be on the list yeah i i really like love their scenes together yeah. it was really funny yeah. so um they LTW has a secret source and gets the list Mm -hmm. so like you said like she you know Charlotte was like no 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 and then she got the list and then they were two and three Mm -hmm. and um I sort of thought it was going to go into the I should be three or no I should be two you know type of thing but it was it was so sweet they were like oh no like you know you're definitely two yeah no yeah so it was um it was really cute um yeah but then they get called back they're they're doing more um I don't know they must go every week by the looks of it or every couple of days I guess so it's like it's like a private school so everyone's like heavily involved yeah I'm assuming yeah so um basically the the parents are all together and they're all like who is like the culprit and um they're talking about like um it's like milo a and milo h or something like that (laughs) (laughs) and um they're all like you know is it him they're they're all having like chats about it and then they say it was like milo h right and then all the parents like he basically walks there they say someone says something like he's like he's like really good looking and then everyone's like he's a child and then like Mm. he walks out of like him and some of the principal office or something or walks out some somewhere and uh, all the parents just just like stop and like, gawk at him almost like yeah. you know he's like you know and h stands for hot you know and yeah. um yeah it was it's quite funny um it's a good thing weird though it's like, very it's weird served, it served its purpose for the for the sake of the milf list but yeah. i was just watching it like what is the purpose of this like what we were saying about it felt like same as Birkin moment I felt this was more of a of a time filler and I was like I know I get it like it's I don't know but when when he was like what when the kid walked out I was like okay this is a bit weird like I don't know how I feel about this it's just weird. no I know I I agree but he was definitely like I mean I would say he was probably he's older anyway he wasn't like a child child um but yeah no it was a bit weird but I will say I agree it's like a bit of a you know it's not a significant part in it you know I think Miranda and Carrie's storylines were definitely more significant in this episode but this definitely felt more like sex in the city yeah it did yeah even in the episode there's a scene where Carrie comes back shopping from Bergdorf's and she's like got all these bags and she's kicking the door open and I was like yeah, yeah definitely felt more Sex and the City Sex like and that City. comedy element yeah um so this the scene that I absolutely loved was when they were back in like the PTA meeting and stuff and Charlotte and LTW they were they were sat beside each other and um they get told that Milo H is going to be 
suspended or oh no it's going to go on his record and he's going out to college mm. or something like that so it's going to go on his record and charlotte stands up and is like and i think it's charlotte and ltw stand up or just charlotte and says i, like, think, oh, it's, no, I think it's just just charlotte that actually stands up but i feel like ltw <laughs> is like i'm with you yeah and um you know they're like she's trying to stand up like you can't put him on this list and then someone like shouts it's just because you're number two and three and she's yeah. like are we you know it's yeah like, you know. shocked yeah <laughs> um it's so so good and, like that scene it's so funny um yeah. but very like i just loved charlotte and ltw's like um they're a good duo they they are aren't they and can i say i loved ltw's hair in this episode i did too i loved it, it was yeah so good she had like yeah. the fringe it was wavy it was like bob length i was like that is a good yeah. look on you yeah um no she always looks fabulous but definitely I loved, I loved it um another thing going on with ltw is that she is now working with naya um yeah with her for her documentary um so naya ltw brought naya in and um naya it, during the 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 filming of her little bit in the documentary um there is a, a sound man the sound engineer i think um i was like Mer. so the, like he, he comes over and puts like the mic or is getting her is sorting out her mic, but literally puts his hand down her top to like do it. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god! Like, and like he would not. Would you get anybody doing that at the moment? <laughs> I mean, no. Like, because I I thought it was strange because Naya she's like talking and she says, oh, I think my mic dropped, and you would mm-hmm. instinctively put your hand down your top, pick up the Yourself. mic, and, and yeah, yeah, and be like, oh like where does this go and then yeah. come over and help but she's just like oh maybe it was like subconscious she was like the mic has dropped like maybe she clocked him out the corner of her eye and was like yeah it's dropped come and put your hand down my top but yeah, yeah. It, was just, it was uh it was strange and then she's because she's literally as well giggling like a little girl when he when he puts when he does it yeah it's like I was like what is going on naya then that's her sort of storyline of the of this of the episode that mm-hmm. um he asks her out. new love interest yeah so he asks her out you know i think she says no and then or <clears throat> but he, he does it in a way of like she sort of says to him whenever he's like got his hand on her top she sort of says you wouldn't take me for dinner first you know sort of as that, yeah. like a joke and um and then after he's like oh about that dinner like you know kind of thing so i think they exchange numbers or or ltw gets her in there a wee bit because she sort of encourages her you know mm-hmm. to to pursue it so yeah um that was Naya. and naya actually she joins the girls for for lunch i don't know if she's ever done that before so ltw charlotte yeah. and steema and it's it's nice to see because in season one it was like each of the like Carrie, Miranda and Charlotte each had this friend or this person in their life and they were kind of separate. Yeah. They did get together toward the end, like all of them, but it's nice in this season to see everything like overlapping and it becoming sort of... Yeah. You know. So like Seema and Anthony as well, you know, yeah. uh, are having, or we're going to have lunch with, with Carrie. On their own, yeah. On their own, yeah. So we'll go on to Miranda. Oh, Miranda. Oh, Miranda. <sighs> What a journey. What a journey. So we start her storyline that her and 
Mer- her and, and Che are running lines together um, in their kitchen, and there's it's it's a new scene that Che would have to cry at the end of. It's basically about them um, speaking to their dad about being non-binary. Mm-hmm. Um, and Che doesn't want to cry at the end of that scene, but the producer or director wants them to. Yeah, it's like in the script. It's it's uh, it, The script literally says, like, crying. Yeah, and it's so funny because Miranda's actually like, oh, you have to cry. And Che's yeah. like, no, I don't. And it's like, no, <laughs> it says here. <laughs> literally you know? says in the script. <laughs> and they have quite... Um, like a sweet moment together. I think that was like very like coupley mm. that that moment, and um, so it was very good. So Jay is going to go off and do do their filming, and Miranda is um, is going to go and do do her thing throughout the day, and then go back and see Jay's filming of the of the scene because because mm-hmm. they're just like doing rehearsals. They they kind of leave each other. Mm-hmm. Miranda's just like dandering through LA mm-hmm. and having the time of her life, and she stops outside a tattoo parlor, and she's like, "Oh, so she sort of she goes in, and we do obviously don't see this part, but she's obviously told everything to like the tattoo man, mm-hmm. like her entire story." Yeah, and she's explaining to her that she, you know, that she wants, um, she wants something to signify, 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 signify her like the change in her in her life, and and they sort of reference her being like a robot, you know, when she was a when she was a lawyer and stuff. So he's like, oh, I've got a robot, and like sort of like goes, and um, she she leaves. And calls Carrie and is like, I like, you know, I'm going to do something really stupid or potentially great, don't know, but I want to get a tattoo. And Carrie's literally like, it's time to come back to New York. <laughs> like, she's like, <laughs> no. Which, which it is. It, 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 exactly. And I think that's the point it where is. Carrie's like, mm, this has gone too far. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is, this is not Miranda talking to, to us here. When I saw, so I saw a picture on Instagram, pictures of the episode out of context. And when I saw A, Miranda stood outside a tattoo parlor, I just assumed that she was going to be there with Che. And mm-hmm. then when I saw what the tattoo was, I know we've not got there yet, but when I saw what the tattoo was, I was like, oh my god is it Steve Mm. that is what I thought yeah but that would have been a plot twist I know I was like she's gonna go home and Steve's gonna be like come back to me yeah look I've got your initials tattooed on me yeah oh god that would have been tragic I know but it was really sad as well in the in the tattoo parlor scene where she's talking to the guy you can tell like Miranda finds it easier to talk to this stranger than mm-hmm. talking to Che about like what's going that on. That is, I that is such a good point, mm. and it's so so true. I know because I I do think that their relationship it revolves around Che. Hundred percent. 
you know, and that's um, that's a very, very good point. And we see that later on in mm. the episode. Yeah, 100%. Miranda is, like, high on life at this point. Like, she is, like, you know, just loving this LA experience. But is she? But is she? Or is she convincing herself that she loves this LA experience? Because I think the latter. I think she's... Uh, no you're 100 right like, yeah yeah i'm, I'm here agree. now i've put all my eggs in one basket so i've, I've got to be positive and i've got to make it work because she's you know she's made that decision to leave steve and to do something new so yeah and i think she just wants to make her relationship with che exactly. work mm. as well when it's not really it's not so. really working um but we see at the beginning of the episode, which I forgot to mention, was that Miranda got a new phone. Um, and that from obviously the previous episode, she lost it, um, lost her, her iPhone. And um, she got a new phone. She doesn't know how to work it. She... She's gone from being, being an iPhone user to getting an Android. And it kind of represents how like, New York is the iPhone. That's what she knows. That's what she's always used. Mm-hmm. It's easy. She's she's familiar with it to, you know, getting this Android that maybe represents LA that she's like, how the fuck do I use this? How does this work with me? I don't understand it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. She's not getting, she's not getting her phone calls either coming in. We also find out at the beginning of the episode that Brady is in Europe. Because um, Miranda obviously mentions that she hasn't heard from Brady, and Che says well, he's in Europe with his with his girlfriend. So that's that's where we know that Brady is at this at this point. And but Miranda's obviously worried he hasn't she hasn't heard from from him in a while. So next the next part for her in the episode is getting a call from Brady, and she's so excited to to hear from him. And you know she gets on the phone and she's like hi's Amsterdam like so excited and he's like I've been trying to call you for the past three days you know feeling probably quite neglected you know by his mum at that point even though it wasn't her fault um and he is sobbing on the phone Louisa has broken up with with him he's in the middle of a new he's in the middle of a city that he doesn't really know he's wandering about so upset he does say as well that because Miranda's like you know does she say like have you spoken to your dad because yes oh yes yeah, I could yeah. get hold of you and he's like yes I did speak to dad but I, I wanted I wanted to speak to you he's in a really bad place he's like you know he's he's sound what he's saying is worrying and he's he makes some comment about like wishing that the car because he's kind of like stumbling around Amsterdam and he says something about how he wishes the car like went into him and obviously Miranda's alert is like bing 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 like mama bear and she says like have you spoke to your dad and he says yeah but like I I wanted to speak to you because there's like a lot going on in in Brady's life at the minute like his parents have separated his mom has moved you know six hours away from New York and then he's he's probably like seven hours away in Amsterdam like there's a there's a big difference in time and he just wanted his mom (laughs) I know it was so sweet but we see in that moment that switch for Miranda that she is in this like LA bubble reality is hit back to reality and so Miranda basically says like basically tells him go back to your hostel and call me from there because he was just in a state walking around in the city he doesn't know 
and he's you know he said it she sort of says to him like you know but you know just let it out and he's like I don't want to cry in public and she's like you know go home he's vulnerable yeah exactly she's expecting his call back so at that point she's in the queue at Warner the Warner Brothers studio and queuing up to go and see Che's pilot being recorded so the security in the queue says there's absolutely no phones allowed and Miranda's like fuck Brady's gonna call back I have to answer so she puts the phone down her top and tells a little fib but it's not really a fib she says you know oh I lost at the beach and then just sort of like makes a comment like it's been so great not having it you know but it's it's also that the urgency of her being in that situation she gets to the door she's got like Brady that needs to get hold of her on this phone and Che that the recording is happening now it's like she she tries to make them both work and ultimately they don't exactly 100% so so we're we're not we now see Miranda in the audience watching Che do that emotional scene that we referenced before and um at that moment where Che was going to cry um Miranda Miranda's phone goes off so then Che just looks like so disappointed not even angry disappointed disappointed and, and that's Miranda's worse. like, that is so much worse. <laughs> but without context, you would be, right? Oh, yeah, I, I, I get it. Like, obviously, Che hasn't had the, the back story. And Che, you know, they've just seen that Miranda's come into their, you know, work event and they've not followed the rules. I get it. Yeah, yeah. So Miranda's basically asked to leave and, she, you know, she leaves and and has a has a call with with Brady well at this point then it kind of goes like it's a little bit it sort of goes a bit crazy in the in the studio and Mm. the director or producer whoever it is is like basically calls out Che for being a comedian and not an actor and it's just like it's a bit awkward yeah yeah I did yeah I did feel bad for Che at that point (laughs) so did I because it's like you can think okay Che is not an actor you know they're a comedian so they're probably not going to find it as easy to do these emotional scenes but yeah they're just like do you know how hard it is for us to get this shot because Che can't you know it's just like okay I know I know after um Miranda's had the conversation with Brady, has made a plan, they're all, they're going to go back to New York. Mm-hmm. She calls Charlotte to, to sort of tell her everything and Charlotte's very comforting. Yeah, and also you know, and... it's nice to see Miranda rely on Charlotte because mm-hmm. they, I mean, she knows obviously Charlotte's also a mother and, but even mm-hmm. like in the past, like, Miranda you just typically wouldn't see Miranda like respect Charlotte's opinion on a, on a lot of stuff yeah because Miranda is so headstrong and they're I don't know like they've just got a difference of opinion yeah they're very exactly that's what I was gonna yeah. say they're very very different in, in how they they approach yeah approach things yeah but um and but also their their kids are very close yeah. as well remember yeah. like yeah so um 
so that was a nice scene, but the highlight of the scene, the highlight of the episode, the highlight of the series. The highlight of life. Was Richard Burton's little shoes. It was his little shoes, his little outfit, his little moment. You know what? Yeah. Richard Burton for president. Richard Burton needs a star on the Walk of Fame. Yeah. Richard Burton needs a spin-off. A, a YouTube series. Yeah. Day in the Life. I want to know, I want to see Vogue's best dress list dog version, Richard Burton at the top with his little Burberry poop bags. Yeah. And yeah. he, you know, Richard Burton's living the life, living in New York he, he in really this beautiful is. apartment with, with was, these, I'm sure, doggy designer clothes. And I'm like, mm, okay. It was just a, a beautiful moment, I have it's to so, say. It's so Charlotte as well. I, I know, I know. So Miranda then goes to find Che after the pilot's finished filming. Mm-hmm. And um, Che is obviously just not really willing to hear Miranda at this point. Um, and Miranda is trying to explain, like, you know, um, Brady was in a really bad place. His girlfriend broke up with him. And Che is just like, it's a breakup. It's going to happen whatever and Miranda's like no that's not how I see it like yeah and it's also it's also Miranda's child so Miranda is gonna gonna have this obviously this personal relationship whereas Che probably is just like you know it's life this was my big moment but Mm -hmm. like Che has to understand that they are not Miranda's number one and Miranda has other priorities and and oh yeah and Miranda's child is going to come before any relationship 100 percent. you know and and that's probably very different from what Che knows maybe Mm -hmm. you know yeah so yeah so Che is just not a nice person in this in this moment can I just say as well like in this episode there's just there's no there's nothing about like Che's Che be, still be married like there's no they don't address that no no and because I did think about this like obviously how it ends for Miranda at the end of the episode like I miss mm. we assume sort of Che and Miranda are sort of not you know not together or it's in a really really bad mm. place so like where does the husband come back into it again I think I don't know it's just strange that it wasn't even addressed, like not even a comment, you know, not even. I uh, don't know. Do we think? What does this like, mean? Do we think Che is kind of almost like the big of and just like that? Oh my god! Because like they're they are not like Miranda and Che are not communicating that well, and it's it's bringing me it's, mm. it's bringing me back to like carrying big, yeah not addressing things that should be addressed you know what I, th- I think maybe yeah we're gonna have to see we're gonna have to see how this all unfolds with Miranda and Che because I think personally Che has come into Miranda's life and Miranda has sort of looked at things from a new perspective mm-hmm. and you know Miranda wasn't happy so Che has kind of come in to, you know, teach Miranda that lesson about, you know, you don't always have to, you know, just stick to what you know, 
be open to opportunities and she has but now that it's kind of not working I'm like Che has come in to serve that purpose to like open broaden Miranda's horizons and I think Miranda's gonna meet someone new um because I just think like you know they've they've not been together that long no and I'm just like all I just I don't know it's just not it's not working no it's not working and Miranda's trying to convince herself that it's working and it's not I know but like you know like we know people come into our lives for a reason a season our lifetime Mm, and this has been for a reason you know it's, it's not been a bad thing but no just but two people can just not work you know yeah different priorities different values then it's not different working lives, yeah yeah so basically Miranda goes back to new york which i'm very happy about <laughs> but can we talk about the scene so when when miranda and che are having this conversation che you know comes out of the studio and says you know like you ruined the family scene mm-hmm. and miranda says you know like well I have I had my own family scene mm-hmm. and it was real. Yeah. And it's kind of, you know, it represents how Che came in and and sort of took Miranda's family scene, you know, not in a negative way, but, yeah. but because of Che, Miranda's family scene had has sort of gone it, it is no more. Yeah. And how Miranda's reality of, you know, Brady and being a mom and having other priorities that interrupted Che's sort of Che's family scene all right Mm -hmm. it's an LA family scene it's an LA version you know a pilot whatever you know Mm -hmm. everyone's got different priorities and stuff going on but yeah very true um Miranda's back in New York she's back in her and Steve's family home um, well, we don't know where Steve is at this point, where he is. I did I did wonder if he was going to be there, and I was like... Yeah, I know. Um, and Brady then comes through the door and is sobbing. God love him. Sobbing. Yeah, into Miranda's arms. And mm. he says, like, everybody's breaking up. And I think that was, like, mm. the moment where, you know we understand well Brady's going through it you know yeah that sort of family dynamic that he's always known and had is Mm -hmm. no more and yeah you know and as well because because he's been away Miranda's been away there's there has just been this physical space Mm -hmm. in between everything and it and that can be sort of a mind tuck in itself Mm -hmm. like yeah when you step away from that you know that home situation whatever it may be you do start to think like, oh shit, like yeah, and and being a teenager is like hard, you know. Yeah, there's a lot like sort of trying to figure out who you are, what you want to exactly. do, you know. And he's in that that sort of time where you'd be thinking about college and all of these things. Are ch- and like there's so much change that um, mm. yeah, you can sort of understand. But also at this point, we see. Miranda did get a tattoo because we don't actually know at this point that she because we think that she you know walked out and didn't get one and she yeah. got an M and an H on her on her wrist which is oh, lovely. I loved it yeah loved it and I think as well um because 
you know, in the scene where she was in the tattoo shop, she was kind of talking about like a robot, and I was just like, "What? I know, a robot? Yeah. like I get, I get, I get what you know they were saying mm. about sort of not wanting to go back to being a robot." Um, but it's almost like she's gone back to herself with the with the MH. Mm-hmm. And even like even just the whole thing with Miranda's name, it's like she never changed her name yeah. when you know she got married to Steve. MH is will always be her initials. Yeah. Um and even like what she did with Brady's name, like I just I love that so I much. Know, but it, me too. it just it brings it just reminds reminds Miranda, like, you know this the relationship with myself is the most important thing absolutely yeah yeah Yeah. and I suppose like just brought her back to herself yes exactly love it so that's Mm. that's Miranda's story for this episode and do you know what it was I it was there was a lot going on but I'm Mm. glad to see that she's back in New York yes um and I'm excited to see what happens for Miranda. I I really am. I'm eager for her to get back to New York, meet someone new. Yeah. <laughs> and and start enjoying, you know, find find sort of herself again. I know and, and the tattoo was the first step. Yeah, and maybe maybe this is a moment where instead of finding a new relationship that she's she's on her own you know yeah and I think like that might be like you know okay this is maybe a time because she's literally went from marriage to a new to, to a completely yeah. new relationship as well like yeah completely that is new. true you know is this a moment where it's like I need to like find myself again and you oh, know yeah 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 I actually yeah I want that for Miranda yeah yeah we just want Miranda to be happy I want Miranda to be happy I know Okay, so next is Carrie. Carrie Bradshaw. First thing I'd like to say, first scene, okay, so I watched this with the subtitles on, and when Carrie was walking through um, the city, she was like, you know, the music was going, and in the, instead of having just like music, it said beat bopping. So Carrie wow. was beat bopping through the city. When is Carrie so, not beat bopping through the city, honestly? I mean, I'm not really I've too never sure, known to be a not beat bop across that city. Like, she owns no. the street. She is always beat bopping. <laughs> um. So in the first scene, she runs into Lizette, um, and Lizette is doing a show for her new jewelry line. So it's a big deal. They're putting up these like little igloo type things um, in the middle of New York, where she's going to be having her um, show. And she, she, we we learn that she had already sent an invite to to carry about it, and it is that for that Friday night. Um, and Carrie mentions to Lizette that she is going to record the audiobook for her new book that's coming mm-hmm. out, which is um what's it called? Love and Lost something or something like, like that. that. It's the one that she like wrote in season one about like losing big yeah. basically. Becoming big a death. Yeah. Yeah. So um Whenever that she she does mention this, and I can't remember if she mentioned it to Lizette or 
it's later on, but she sort of mentions about like they normally get an actor to do it. Um, but you know, she's been she's she is doing it because it's a little bit more authentic, you know, the type of story that 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 it is. Um so we see her in the recording studio and her publisher, I believe it is, the lady that's there, um she's she sort of like mentions that they've actually booked it for like five days for the full um she's Carrie thinks it's only two um two days and and she says it's a full five and we see that Carrie goes to chapter three and chapter three is her you know talking about the moment that she finds big the moment that we see in season Mm -hmm. one um where she comes back after the recital and um and she's struggling to say it out loud. Yeah, she, which is completely understandable. Obviously. And she even says in the scene, like, I've, I, she hasn't looked back at it. So it's like the first time mm-hmm. reading it. And, you know, she's, she's got a, you know, she's, she's had to do a job and there's people around and she's just, it's not, it's not happening because she's saying she's speaking too mm-hmm. fast and too slow and she's just, all in a head um yeah yeah of course yeah and they're trying to the, the the people in the studio are trying to give her like tips you know about like do slow it down but then it's like too slow and then you know telling her to pronounce her t's and you know she's visibly upset like mm. doing it and yeah it's obviously very 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 hard for her so we see her tra- her really struggling to do that chapter mm-hmm. completely and once she leaves for the day, she runs into Bitsy, mm-hmm. which that scene mm-hmm. is the one that... You thought might have been Samantha. As yeah. soon as I saw um, Bitsy, I was like, oh, fuck. It's not Samantha. Yeah. But it's... It was a good theory, though. I mean... I was I was trying to be positive. I was like trying to be optimistic with the fact that Samantha and Carrie would have a scene, but mm. I think I knew deep down that it wasn't. But... Can I say that I I think that there is more to the Samantha story? Okay. And the reason I'm saying that is because um they've all they've all come out and said it it what like it shouldn't it wasn't supposed to leak. Yeah. That I'm thinking, have they spun it? Possibly. That, oh, it's just a phone call. She's not really yeah. in it. And how, Possibly. you know, to try and like... To, to play it down. That's, I, yeah, because there's been so many conversations about it that mm. like, you know, they've said, oh no, like, we didn't want it to come Which out. Which is such a have shame. Have they thought, oh fuck, it's going to come out. But it did. Yeah. I know, I know it is. But I wonder, did it come out? And then they thought, oh, like you know, let's just change the narrative a wee bit and like, let's take control of it so it's not completely spoiled. I will be so happy if... Yeah. I, I just don't think that it will be, but I... My heart... No, I like, know. my head says no, my heart says yes. It's like... Yeah. I know, it's it's probably me holding on to a bit of hope here um, that they're going to all be re- yeah. reunited, but... I mean, I'd love it. We'll see. Yeah. But also, can I just say, the fact that she runs into Bitsy, who has also lost a husband, it's like, you know, she can she can have a conversation with somebody that understands. Yeah, um, yeah. And, yeah, and that's really what the conversation... 
conversation was about. So what Bitsy said was that the first year is hard, the second year is harder. And I think this is what Carrie's maybe struggling with that we see that, you know, it's like she maybe thinks that she has to move on. She's not you know? allowing herself to mm-hmm. grieve you know, on her own terms. She's saying, you know, it's been X uh-huh. amount of time, so this is how I should be behaving. And it's like, no, like this, you're yeah. going to be grieving for the rest of your life, you know, no matter how, how severe it is, that's part of your story and you're going to live with it forever. And it's gone, there's yeah. going to be days when you just feel like jumping off a building. There's going to be days when like you, you think everything's fine and you know, she's just putting too much mm-hmm. pressure on herself to to be, you know, okay, I think. And she's, I don't know. Yeah. She just needs to be kinder to herself. Yeah. No, I agree. And what, what Bitsy says to her is that, you know, she needs to do something for herself. So to carry that translates into shopping. <laughs> so naturally. we see her, naturally. So we see her bursting through her apartment door with loads of bags mm. she's um sat at the end of her bed trying on these shoes and then she goes back straight back to that she's like okay this must fix it and then mm. she lifts up her piece of paper and tries to read chapter three again it's not working mm-hmm. you know so she tried to she tried to put that plaster on with the shoes exactly, yeah. and then was like right the plaster's mm-hmm. on let's try and it's like mm, yeah it yeah. didn't quite work no so at that moment she calls the um, the audiobook people, mm-hmm. whoever it was, and says, can't do it, I'm, I've got COVID. Mm-hmm. And that she just like, you know, that, and that takes you out for a week. Like, yeah. so, yeah, you know, everybody knows, okay, got COVID, yeah. you're out for a week. She, yeah. she, she, she knows as well that, I did think when she said that she was going to then get in the mail, like a microphone set up. That's, Ooh, that's yeah. what I thought was going to happen. Um, but yeah, because she, she knows that when if you say that you've got COVID, there's, you know, you can't, you there's nothing that anyone can do. No, exactly. And she's like, no, I'm fine. No symptoms. Like, you know, she's like, yeah, you know, I don't think she says it at this point, actually. But um, I think she says it actually during the call with, with Miranda. Yeah. Um, ba, 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 ba. Yep. So... She's on the phone to Miranda. That's at that point whenever Miranda mm. tells her about the tattoo. And um, at this point is then when Carrie tells Miranda about having COVID. And then she's like, oh, like, I've got no symptoms. You know, I'm absolutely fine. Don't worry about it. Instantly then Miranda contacts Charlotte. Charlotte calls her and is like, do you need anything? I can make this and bring it over. Which, but I was so surprised that, Carrie lied to Miranda and was like I've got COVID and yeah. didn't just say like I'm struggling with this chapter three so I've told him I've got COVID because mm-hmm. you know they they're always so honest with each other I know they they maybe have like t- like maybe told each other like white lies in the past but and I just I was just surprised especially with Miranda being so far away but maybe she kind of kn- mm. knew that Miranda would tell Charlotte but I don't know I was just surprised that with Miranda who's somebody that she leans on quite a lot that she yeah. didn't just say like I'm struggling you know yeah but I do I do think it I think that was more an element of not being able to process it herself and and hiding 
she because she says as well like later to Seema about you know like how much can you lean on friends mm-hmm. but yeah it was just like it was just a strange moment like Carrie not yeah I'm just saying yeah and so Charlotte calls instantly tells you know she's like oh I've got chocolates for you on the way like you know <laughs> yeah. it's like Charlotte's on it she's like you know we got this and I think yeah. it's nice like they obviously know that like Carrie's on her own now so I yeah. think they they do make that extra effort to like you know make sure that she's okay and yeah. that she has someone if she needs someone and they still um, they still referenced um in the episode as well like Charlotte was saying to Carrie like how how proud everyone is of her and like, mm-hmm. how she's moved on so Charlotte um so Carrie probably does feel like you know they're they're being so supportive yeah that maybe it's like oh uh, have I moved on like you know it's mm. like or they expect her to be moved on or something where it's probably not implied in that way but maybe yeah in that way she feels yeah. the pressure to not then be like I'm not okay yeah exactly so um she's just spending the next few days just like chilling you know we see her with her like face yeah. mask on we just like see her trying to like doing a bit of like stuff for her she's doing the maybe not yeah yeah she's doing the wordle but maybe not actually processing her feelings yeah i think she's she's just avoiding like just the realities of what's going on in her head and she's just Mm. you know yeah 100 percent um so we see also that um she was supposed to meet anthony and seema for for lunch and she has to tell them that she's got covid and um Seema then later comes over mm. and she's sort of like she's able to get into the building without Carrie knowing so she's literally at her door and um Carrie answers the answers the door to her with like it's like shit I have to look like I've got covid yeah so put some a face mask on yeah and then Seema ha- has her face back face mask on as well Louis Vuitton a Louis Vuitton <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and um yeah, so she so Seema's got her face mask on, her Louis Vuitton Facebook 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 <laughs> mask. Her face mask. <laughs> face mask. <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. Um, <laughs> what? Oh dear. She's got her mask on anyway and a bottle of tequila. <laughs> What? I don't know. It's just today. What's in the air? What is in the air? <laughs> so, um, Seema then. Then they have this conversation where you know Seema gets carried open up a little bit. Carrie's obviously very upset, and Seema's like, you know, basically trying to say like, you, you know, you have to like, like just let out your emotions you know she sort of referenced that she got mm. so upset by a broken bag she was like in the fatal position you know she was devastated and that was over mm. a bag you know yeah. you have to process you have to have that moment of lying in bed and just yeah feeling all the feels and yeah. Carrie says you know that she hasn't done that yet you know she's probably just had to par through yeah. you know she she says as well like that she she doesn't really do that yeah um and it's probably something that she's not even thought about you know doing i think though see whenever like 
when someone passes away, you are like then instantly you've got to like organize a funeral. You've got mm. to like mm. um You have a to-do list. You literally have like a very long to-do list of like or insurance. And in, in a short like, period yeah, of time as well. Bank accounts, like all these different mm. types of accounts, contacting people, you know, sending death certificates, getting their death certificate, mm. like doing all Admin. of these things. Yeah. That like you're probably on like a you know, you've just got to get mm. up and go. You know, mm. and then it probably hits you just sit, you know, sit back. Like I think about like my uncle passed away two years ago and my mum and dad yeah. are still trying to get his house, you know, yeah. sorted yeah. and, and it's like it there's so much to think about. Like you just have to get up and do it. That yeah. you know, there probably is a bit of a delayed re- delayed reaction with mm. stuff like that and yeah, especially for, for Carrie, who's somebody that's, I wouldn't say she's like an overly emotional mm. person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think like generally if something happens, and I know we've spoke about this in one of like the episodes, I think it was like the first episode of season two, but like, you know, we were saying how when something horrible happens or you're upset about something, I do love to have that time to just feel sorry for myself oh yeah cry out switch mm-hmm. off to the world and then slowly like rejoin you yeah know, reality and but yeah carrie's like not really done that and no she's got to allow herself that space to to doesn't shut doesn't um carrie say something in episode two or maybe possibly one where she says to charlotte like you've got to let me you've got to let me be a mess you know mm. it's not I always I, I think it's like one or two and she says yeah like you've got to let me be a mess because Charlotte keeps saying you're doing so great you're doing you know yeah. how you've moved on and processed everything it's like you've got to let people be imperfect and oh yeah flawed. yeah yeah absolutely um so at that moment then Carrie mentions that you know she's got Lizette's um, show and she feel you know she would want to go and support her and seem as like then let's just go and she's like well everything is about COVID and seems like no you'll not know anybody there let's just go so they go and we see and it's like this gorgeous event you know the jewelry's laid out for everybody to see and touch and try on and all of that stuff and we actually see at that point that um a man is that she got a like pulling all the jewelry off and putting it in his pocket but I actually did think that this was um like a like a it was going to be uh like a publicity stunt yeah like something was going to happen then you know and it was going to be a bit of a thing um like almost like a flash mob kind of thing or something Uh, Um, oh my god flash mob yeah Yeah. like a a, like a different type of flash mob (laughs) Um, (laughs) with a thief the the robbing jewelry type flash yeah off. one of those yeah you know you know that one of those you um, never know it's new know, york anything goes it, exactly that's what i was thinking so um seema and carrie like pick up on that this is happening and mm-hmm. i don't know who like sort of oh no the man goes up to carrie and it's like give me your necklace yeah. and this is like a <gasps> This is Carrie's Carrie necklace. This is the Carrie necklace. When he said that, I was like, I, I was getting flashbacks to season six when she yep. lost the Carrie necklace in Paris. And I was like, 
oh my god she's she's not gonna have the carry necklace this can't stolen happen. i will yeah. not let that happen i will jump through my tv yeah. and i will stop this because if that <laughs> yeah. happens i'm not gonna be happy well seema knew and she pulled yep. out this fake gun what was it a fake gun it was a lighter shape of a gun a gold-plated gun she which, pulls it out which was my absolute favorite moment from the episode <laughs> i was absolutely living my best life i when know seema just whipped this yeah. lighter gun out and it was like gold and i was like wow yeah it was wow it was so so good and then um but that obviously doesn't shock anybody enough that <laughs> carrie just shouts i've got covid yeah and everybody runs yeah just Probably yeah, not. which is also wild how, like, the gun didn't make everyone scatter. No, I but... know, I know, but, it, yeah. but COVID did, yeah. Yeah. Lizette is obviously, like, gutted by this. Obviously, we see yeah. her, like, like sort of like, oh, my God, like, at the end. Um, mm. And Carrie then goes to see Lizette. She has a spare key. She goes in. Lizette. Which I love. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice little like, friendship. Yeah. Yeah, like checking in on each other, like, you know. Yeah. Um, so Lizette is lying in bed, feeling the feels. Mm-hmm. And Carrie sort of asks to join her. And um, I believe it is Lizette that says, like, we'll have to move at some point. And Carrie's response mm-hmm. was, no, but not just yet. So yeah. they're both like, for different reasons, having that moment of just, we're just going to lie here and forget. Yeah. Yeah. Carrie was doing it to, you know, you know, be there for Lisette. But really, it's like when she did that, it was probably like all these feelings that she maybe, you know, didn't know what to do with. Mm-hmm. They were just being processed and, yeah. sort of, you know, doing what Seymour had said and, just lying there and just yeah, being letting those feelings come and go. Yeah, exactly. And at that moment then, I think Carrie did what she needed to do. We found out earlier that I think I forgot to mention that um, they were able to get another five days in the studio. So it just meant like Carrie wasn't getting away with this, you know, at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, But we see that she's able to finish chapter three. She's able to finish the book. Yeah. Um, but she she was she did it after she get allowed herself to have that moment and allowed just allowed yeah. herself to sort of you know it's it's that it's oh I think it's more that it was like it's okay that she was upset by it I think that's the whole thing you know yeah you know it's not that she can't that be she, upset that or she fumbled she, yeah yeah because it, and it's completely okay that that would upset her still you know and it mm. would be hard for her to do I just remembered um. This is from earlier. This is from the scene where she's trying to first initially read chapter three and she's struggling. But it's when, oh my God, it got me when she said, um, when she was talking about, you know, I can't, I can't remember the exact lines, but she says something along the lines of, you know, I came home and, you know, John was stooped in the shower. And then she says something like, I he looked so small, I'd forgotten how big um, he was. And I was like, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> Oh my god, I just remember yeah. that line. But yeah. Oh. Oh. Um so we then the final scene, she's out with Seema. They're out for food and drinks and they're at a communal table, which is very different to what mm-hmm. they normally go for. 
Um, oh, they yeah. have a great time. There is an Australian rugby team at the other end of the table mm-hmm. who then come and join them. Sorry. Which remind which. Which reminded me of the second film because in the second film, you know, when they're in, um, when they're like sat around the, um, the beat the pool in Abu Dhabi, and the Australian oh, rugby yeah. team come in because Samantha's oh, like, yeah. you know, she she makes some yeah. comment. What if it's the same rugby team? Maybe, maybe. Oh um, so so yeah, so the, the the rugby team come over and they are like, you know, join them at the uh, beside them and, um. Harry sort of ended the the um episode with saying, and just like that, I got COVID. Yeah, and it was Brian. Yeah. So there you go. There is episode three. I think you know we we just got back to back in the groove. I think with this episode, I I, I liked it. I think there was a lot going on, but it was really good. Yeah, it it felt more maybe a bit more sex in the city in some scenes like with her um you know the shopping scene where she's coming home kicking the door open and Mm -hmm. even with like the milf list it was yes yeah we we'd kind of come back down from the from the sort of high of you know the met and you know episodes one and two and yeah it's kind of leveled out a bit and yeah I'm, I'm just, I'm excited. When is Aiden? When I know. Where is Aiden? I was going to say what I enjoyed about this episode was that we we had those like, those serious topics, but yeah. we also had, I think there's a lot of fun parts in it, yeah. which I, which I enjoyed. It yeah. It was really, really good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. But I have a theory, um, but, and it's about Aiden and uh-huh. Carrie. Not so much a theory, but I, I saw a comment on Instagram, and it was just really interesting. And I'm gonna wait until Aiden appears in the show to like for us to talk about it. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna wait for Aiden to um, because the the comment could very well not be true but we I guess we're gonna I guess we're gonna have to wait and see how the story unfolds but um but yeah it's just interesting and I was like oh I've never thought of it like that before but um yeah so this episode three is the last episode that we're gonna be you know putting out on all platforms if you do want to keep listening um episodes four to eleven will exclusively be on our patreon so come and join us over there. We've currently got a free trial at the minute, so mm-hmm. um, you can join for free um, for the first seven days. But um, but yeah, and there's lots get carried there, away. Yeah, there's lots more going around there. Going oh around, yeah, going weekly, on in there. There's a lot going around. There's a lot going on. There's um, a lot. There weekly, yep. There's just a lot. Weekly bonus episodes. We've got different sort of polls and conversations. So. Mm-hmm. Come and join us and follow yeah, us on the gram. Yeah, at Carried Away Podcast. Yes, and leave us a review. Mm, yeah, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, that's not it. But if you if you think of anything, <laughs> let us know. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Speak to you later. <laughs>